Welcome to Live, Laugh, Talk. I'm your host, James Graham, and it's a privilege to be in your ear. In this episode, we will begin with a topic entitled, Shifting Our Mindset. Then we will transition to our segment, How Did We Get Here?, followed by our hobbies and special interest section, and then conclude with our sunflower message. If you have something on your mind, please send it to us at admin at livelafftalk.com. If listening on Spotify, you can add a voice memo as well as comments and participate in our poll. Also, wherever you listen to the podcast, please follow us so that you're notified of the new episodes when they're released. And while we're speaking of new episodes, we also have a new show. As you know, we introduced last week, Live, Laugh, Talks, His and Hers. We introduced it as the main topic of last week's show. What we want to do now is let our public know that His and Hers will have its own show. So there will be this show with the four segments and it will be a standalone. So you guys will get a chance to interact with Miko and I. You're going to really enjoy this one because we get on a topic where we get to debate each other. And then you see how she and I really react when you guys aren't around. I think you're going to get a big kick out of it. And you guys will get a chance to listen to us both, possibly choose sides, and let us know what you think. Because that's what it's all about. So, without any further ado, the topic that we will begin with is entitled, Shifting Our Mindset. Shifting our mindset for personal growth and success is important because it can have a profound impact on our achievements and overall well-being. A growth mindset fosters self-belief, helping you overcome self-doubt and take on challenges with confidence. It enables us to bounce back from setbacks, seeing them as opportunities for learning and growth rather than failure. Have you found yourself having it hard to be resilient? See, that's where our shifting of our mindset comes in. Have you found it hard to believe in yourself again? That's where it comes in. And we find that we're better people because we continuously learn. A growth mindset encourages a thirst for knowledge and a willingness to acquire new skills, which is essential in an ever-changing world. If we find it hard to adapt, we've got to learn, because the whole world changes in an instant. So when we've got that mindset correct, it makes us more adaptable to change, which is crucial in today's fast-paced, unpredictable environment. And when you believe that effort leads to improvement, you're more likely to put in the work required for success. You become more open to feedback and constructive criticism, using it as a tool for improvement. A growth mindset encourages setting and working toward ambitious goals as you believe in your capacity to develop the necessary skills. 
personal growth and a sense of purpose often lead to a greater happiness in life. Also fulfillment. How many of us do not feel fulfilled? Well, again, we have to look into the mirror, make the necessary changes of our own minds so that we can have such growth. Yes, shifting your mindset towards growth can empower you to navigate challenges, pursue success, and lead a more enriching life. And as we do this, it involves a conscious effort and practice. Some of the strategies that we may have to utilize to help us make this shift is to recognize our current mindset. Are we more inclined towards a fixed or a growth mindset? See, awareness is the first step to change. We must become self-aware. Embrace our challenges. Instead of avoiding them, let's actively seek them out. View them as not threats to our abilities, but ways for growth. Understand that effort is a path to mastery. If we put in the consistent effort and persevere, even when we face difficulties, we will find ourselves moving forward. Now, what about our friends and others? We want to surround ourselves with those who will give us feedback, not those who will just be yes people, but those who will say what needs to be done. They will give us constructive criticism. Only with constructive criticism can we change, can we improve, and can we develop our skills. But if we've got yes people around us, we're not going to get any better because no matter what we do, no matter how bad it is, they're going to say, oh, that was great. That was the best ever. So we've got to have the people around us that's going to tell us the truth. And trust me, I have surrounded myself with sad people. In our personal growth, we must establish clear and specific goals. They must be SMART, and that's an acronym for specific, measurable, attainable, results-oriented, and time-bound. We have to break down these goals into smaller, manageable steps and then track our progress. It's not a problem also to be curious. Curious in the ways of education. Always be eager to learn, explore new ideas, and seek out new knowledge. If we monitor ourselves and replace negative self-limiting thoughts with positive empowering ones, we will find ourselves reaching for the stars. Again, when we look at those friends around us, We must be surrounded with growth-minded people. If they have that perspective that they want something out of life, their attitude can influence our own. And we want to visualize our success. Imagine our desired outcomes and successes because visualization can help us to stay motivated and focused on our goals. 
And when we progress, let's acknowledge it. Let's celebrate our small victories along the way because it reinforces our commitment to personal growth. And then again, we're talking about ourselves. And a lot of times we're harder on ourselves than we are any of our friends or any other individual individual for that uh, matter. So we want to make sure that we understand that personal growth takes time. It's a gradual process. There's going to be plateaus. There's going to be setbacks. But in all of this, let us remember that shifting our mindset is an ongoing process. We have to be patient with ourselves. We have to make continuous and conscious effort to apply all of the strategies we talked about consistently. Because over time, we'll find that our mindset naturally leans more towards growth and personal development. So as we apply these things, as we shift our mindset, let's hold on because we're going to need seatbelts because we're going to be able to race our way to success. Have you paid attention to our adolescents lately? They look like a group of people who are lost. They look like they just don't seem to have things the way they want it, or maybe even have it all together. What I see in them are people who have not come to the realization that this world has something for them. I would know growing up myself, it was nothing for us to go outside, have fun, play ball, uh, rode our bikes, had go-karts, dirt bikes. It's kind of hard to see a child outside now. We go outside, we see children playing. It's, it's, it's rare. It really is. We now see them in front of a computer, in front of their iPad on social media. Or they're off playing their video games. Very little time is spent trying to get a well-rounded life. We want our adolescents to focus on several key aspects of their lives. We want them to get an education, yes, but we want them to be successful individuals. We want them to live these teen years or preteen years as a learning experience so, so that when they get older, that they will be able to manage their lives correctly. We want them to, as mentioned, prioritize their academic studies, attend their classes regularly, complete assignments on time, and aim to excel in their coursework. Because of why? All of those things will help them to be successful in a job. We want them to set clear educational goals, life goals, determine what they want to achieve and create a plan to work towards those objectives. You're never too young. Whether that's your goal is to go to college or to have a certain occupation or career, you're never too young to start setting those goals now. Along with that, 
You want to have effective time management skills, young people. Balance your commitments and your extracurricular activities with personal time. The word balance should be a focal point in your life because when you do that, everything else will fall into place. Explore a variety of subjects and fields of interest. It's a time now in your lives to discover what you're passionate about and what you want to pursue in the future. Within these extracurricular activities that you have, such as sports, arts, clubs, or community service, you want to do things that could provide valuable life skills. Develop critical thinking. Question, analyze, and evaluate information to become more informed and independent thinkers. Yes, work on even improving your communication skills, both written and verbal. Effective communication is crucial to have a successful life. Learn how to use technology and the internet responsibly because digital literacy is increasingly important in the modern world. Hone your research abilities as this will be useful in projects and in your future careers. Pay attention to your physical and mental health Proper nutrition, exercise, and managing stress are essential for optimal learning. And again, it's never too early to start looking at that career. You can begin exploring potential career paths in your early preteens. Investigate different professions, internships, or part-time jobs to gain practical experience. You know, when I was growing up, No one ever really talked to us about credit. Yes, we had classes that were like homemade and stuff like that, but they didn't tell us how important credit is. So I urge you to learn about financial responsibility, including budgeting and saving. These skills are valuable as you approach adulthood. Foster an understanding of the global issues so that you're not blinded with what's going on around you. Learn cultures. Be aware of the world. Broaden your perspective. And don't hesitate to ask for guidance from teachers, mentors, or counselors as they can provide valuable insights and support your educational journey. All of us should be open to change and adaptability. We need to have the ability to learn and adapt. Adapt our skills even. Be able to reinvent ourselves. Remember, education is not limited to the classroom, people. It's a holistic experience that involves personal development, social interaction, and diverse range of skills. But today, we see you young people. There's very little social interaction. Very little curiosity about it other individuals and cultures. We want you to be open-minded and committed to your own growth and learning. Yet we're finding you to be closed-minded, thinking only of your generation, not trying to seek out the activities of generations before, whether those activities be arts, music, dance, culture, or even learning our history as a nation or as a, a people. 
don't see you interested at all. If it wasn't done in your lifetime, you don't seem to care. And that's sad. Because if you don't, how can you call yourself well-cultured? And we want this for you. We want everything that we mention. But we can't want it more than you do. So when we look at you guys, and you're walking around seemingly lost, without purpose, we have to ask ourselves, how did we get here? Interior designing, even of your own home, can be a fulfilling and creative hobby. How can we begin this hobby? Well, we can start off by researching and learning. Start by reading books, magazines, and online resources about interior design. Learn about different styles, color schemes, furniture, and decor elements. Gather inspiration from various sources and create mood boards to visualize your ideas. And this can help you define your personal style. We can experiment with redesigning rooms in our own home, rearranging furniture, changing the color scheme, and adding new decor to refresh our own living spaces. Let's get hands-on with do-it-yourself projects, build or refurbish furniture, create wall art, or make decorative items to add a personal touch to your space. I know for me, it was a little bit of hard work because I've always been around people who did that for me. But then when I was able to think of my own ideas and have my own plans, then I was able to realize I can make it about me, which is a lot of color. I like a lot of color in my life. And yes, I've done some of this where I was able to go in and create some different types of art to give my own place personal touches. I'm not very good at drawing, but many are. Develop your drawing and planning skills by sketching room layouts and design concepts. That can also be fun. And if you wish, enroll in online interior design courses or workshops to deepen your knowledge and skills. Explore local showrooms, home exhibitions, interior design stores, also open houses to gain exposure to various design concepts and products. If friends or family members have interior design projects, collaborate with them. That could be educational and enjoyable. Look for local interior design workshops, events, or meetups. These can be great opportunities to network and learn from professionals. And if we document our ideas, sketches, and projects in a design journal, it's a great way to track our progress and reflect on our entire journey. Stay up to date with the latest trends and innovations in interior design. Follow blogs, social media accounts, and design modules, as well as magazines. Practice designing within a budget. It's a valuable skill and can lead to resourceful and imaginative solutions. Seek feedback from friends or online design communities, as constructive criticism can help to refine our skills. 
interior design as a hobby allows us to express our creativity, transform spaces into visually appealing and functional environments. And whether we're redesigning our own home, helping others, or simply indulging in the joy of creativity, interior design could be a rewarding and enjoyable pastime. I've enjoyed it myself, and I know that you will. So when you have an opportunity and you complete some of these things, please feel free to send a picture of that to admin at livelabtalk.com as we would love to see your interior designs that you've created as a hobby. Our sunflower message is a poem named To Dance as the Joyous Breeze. In false light reflected, we stare deeply into eyes the same, searching for truth and finding ourselves shimmering cold over the still lake alone, unflinching in the weight of eternity and our majestic indifference. Blink. A madness of heaven reaching through the water below to stir the silent sleeper of your soul. Come forth from your depths and breathe the silk air you once knew. All is glistening in the not-so-distant morning where the sun roars ancient and abysmal, where the once truth sighed heady into shadow, she will once more open like the lily seeking her sky-born love. Despair fades from eyes now clear blue like the sky, and the rain washes away anger like dust from your kissed skin. We blossom into light petals, ultra green and hyper white, and dance as the joyous breeze allows. Soon the darkness must fall again, and we shall curl away to forgive the fallacious star that drowns out so many more. False light will search us for the desperate truth we hide. On Cash App at Dollar Sign Live Laugh Talk and on Twitter at Live Laugh Talker, also on Spotify at the Dollar Sign, please donate to support our podcast. Also remember to rate us the highest on your podcast platform and tell your friends, family, colleagues about it. Remember to go to Etsy and search How Did We Get Here for merchandise. And also do not forget to listen to the special episode of Live Laugh Talks His and Hers with Miko. It's on a complete separate link. So don't neglect us. Make sure you listen. So there's two episodes that drop today. This is James and George's baby boy signing up. And as you know, I can't wait to talk with you again soon.